Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the rock and roll hall of fame. I'm your host, Joe Kozala. With me, as always, Kristen Stuttered. It's Kristen Stuttered. Hi, Kristen Stuttered. Uh, hello. Uh, we have a very funny and talented guest with us here today, writer, it's comedian, another Chicago friend. Hell yes. Renee Gauthier. Hello. That was the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. <laughs> well, well, well. It's all truth. Thank it you. It's all facts. All right. Don't look me directly in the eye and compliment me. <laughs> no, I'm, gra- I don't I'm grabbing Renee by the shoulders. I'm shaking her. It's it's getting uncomfortable. Believe. Why'd you just put lip gloss on? <laughs> hey, listen, this, it's about to go down. Uh, Renee, thank you for joining us. Thank uh, you for having me. Hit me. What do you know about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Ooh, I just know that you get it, you get put in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky, you get put I, in it. Yeah, I just know, like a couple, or last year, I my years are blurring. I just remember um, being a little closer to how it works because LL Cool J, we were shooting Lip Sync Battle, and LL Cool J was nominated. Mm-hmm. So and, you, you write for Lip Sync Battle? Yes, I, I write for Chrissy Teigen mainly, and then I help with all the creative for the celebrities that perform, so pitching comedy. Mm-hmm. And like that kind of. Do stuff. you pitch them songs and things yeah. too? Yeah, I get to make the lists with a group of people, and we figure out what would be the best thing to go with each song, and then. That were you um were you there the season that the Spider Man kid did Umbrella? I'm afraid so. That yes. is one of my absolute favorite things. I think of that as like the future of gender in America. Like, Honestly, like <laughs> I cried no, backstage it really when it rained. I, it's like the most beautiful. <laughs> have you ever seen it? I have. I've, I I don't know if I've seen the full performance, but I've seen like the clips, and it's like, oh my man's going for it. He's I incredible. love it. I truly love it. I just think of what it. What song like, does he do? He does Umbrella. umbrella he does singing right, okay. in the rain intro into Umbrella. Okay. Because he's. Um, uh, he's a, an amazing dancer. He was on Broadway as Billy Elliot. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people didn't realize I didn't. like how amazing of a dancer he was. Yeah. Showman. Yeah. Uh, honestly. And so um, he was he was great. And what was cool is we actually have Chrissy Teigen sitting in the rafters as Spider-Man waiting to come down to commentate. <laughs> oh, my God. So she came down upside down. Um, That's and, so cool. Yeah. And that was the first time we ever uh, had rain on stage. Mm-hmm. Which was a big deal because you have there's a lot to do for that like safety and oh sure so I was yeah. backstage with two new comedy producers that were just put on the show and I was I've been there since season two so I was like yes this is amazing they were like looking at me like why okay yeah. what are we doing you're like Whatever we worked lady. so hard to make this happen <laughs> now you take the rain for granted honestly <laughs> it was so it was so great and that was our finale actually that was our uh, 
final tape day. Well, I just remember seeing it and being like, it is very cool to see people do very like it's very cool to see people who are superheroes do like very queer things on television. I mm-hmm. think it's like a very neat cool thing to be happening i think that like the next generation is going to be way less uptight about like gender norms and stuff like that yeah and our our show thank you lip sync battle thank you lip sync <laughs> i mean honestly channing tatum look went full beyonce yeah and had mm-hmm. her hair person do his hair like uh, more men have dressed in drag and they've cross-dressed on our show than I've seen on a lot of television. Mm-hmm. Like even Craig Ferguson came out as a woman to ABBA, take a chance on me. And he fell in love with a horse at the end, which is perfect for him. But, <laughs> mm, um, but yeah, That's thank you. Yeah, I know. Well, it's just, I think of that performance as dare I say it, iconic oh you should so you, our listeners are 100 yeah. not aware of what i'm talking about well, mm, joe will tweet it he but also just really quick he battled zendaya uh-huh. who's also in spider-man and obviously mm-hmm. she was in the greatest showman she was filming greatest showman at the time i think or she had just wrapped doing that mm-hmm. and uh she did bruno mars and she dressed as bruno mars well, there you go. her performance of bruno mars is crazy those are the she, she did 24k oh great. and it was before it was beat to death yeah as a song right, like yeah. it would just it come fresh. out it was yeah and she's at least she didn't do uptown funk that would really that one that really is doing sad, uptown yeah. Funk. yeah like no. it's the sad wedding hoda did uptown yeah funk. you can't Season poor one. thing well yeah it's for moms uh, yeah <laughs> you know i mean like that kind of that tracks to me yeah well all of the parodies of it have gone <laughs> yeah yeah oh, we st- we like to stay pretty fresh i i'd like to you think. guys keep it fresh yeah, we try but you work with l oh, yeah, cool sorry. j who <laughs> is kind of a perennial nominee and so he, he was yeah. nominated this year and you were uh in what what would you say you experienced in that process if anything well I just think we are all what's interesting and I learned that a lot this last week I was working on a show where a lot of the lip sync battle crew was working and I didn't realize how much of a family that show is for me and for everyone that works on it because you're there the the first thing is LL Cool J and we call him Todd his name is Todd Todd uh is at every rehearsal and he chills out and he hangs out and he knows everybody's name. And it's like, he's one of the best people to ever work with. Like, he learned my name the first day and he's never not known my name. Yeah. What a guy. He's actually wonderful. So when he got nominated, we were all really excited for him. And we were all pushing the, like, you know, vote for LL. Vote for, I mean, from mm-hmm. Chrissy to John Legend to everybody, even the people that, you know, Everyone was tweeting about it. We were all trying to get the word out because he deserves to be in it. Mm-hmm. Does it mean something to him? Does he, has he talked about it? Like, I don't know if I can't recall him really speaking about it. I know it's an honor for him because he's such a hustler and he's such a hard worker. He's so old school in that way. And you can see it on set that he's just like it's about like coming from the ground up, coming from the bottom kind of energy. Oh, oh. He's mm-hmm. really the best. Like, I think not a lot of people realize that unless you work with him like how incredibly down to earth and like hardworking he is but I think he was not I think he was like humbled that everyone cared so much but I can't speak yeah. for him but I wonder because he's been through the ringer a little bit he's been eligible how- since 2010 mm-hmm. he was nominated in 2010 and then in 2011 
and then in 2014. Oh my gosh. And then in 2018. <sighs> and oh, then this in is a lot. Oh, so he's one of the huge. I'm, I know we talk about this, but I didn't realize just how snubbed his ass has been. Yeah. That's, I mean, like, because the nominating committee, to their credit, put him up as soon as he was eligible. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, the rumors were that he got the most votes within the nominating committee for the ballot. But then. Well, here's the thing about it is like the, the voting body is mostly men and, you know, ladies love. Cool it's not. James. It's not ML it's, Cool J. Yeah, exactly. It's LL Cool J, and <laughs> well, so maybe depends that depends how you identify. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. No, you know I mean? most of these people identify as uh, hardcore, men. as older as white old, men. Old I would say men. for yeah. the mo- for the most part, uh, and so maybe that you know. Uh, I mean, I and also the the aversion to hip hop. Uh, Except, I guess maybe is he not considered hard enough? I wonder. I know what we'll get. I know we'll get into it. I'm mm-hmm. just thinking about it. Yeah, right. There, there's a lot to consider with what uh, because sometimes the hall is quick to act with the hip hop groups and artists. Tupac got in immediately. Run DMC got in immediately. So did Public Enemy. Uh, you know, and then NWA yeah. took a few. It honestly took a movie to get them in. And did Tupac have to pass away? If yeah, if yeah, I'm just asking because it's like to me, LL Cool J is also an all around entertainer. Like he does pretty much everything. Yeah, Yeah, he's an around the way boy, and I feel like um, it's crazy to me that he wouldn't have already been in. Mm -hmm. Especially such a he's such a household name. Yeah, well, he's a very dare I say he's a crossover hit. You know, like Mm -hmm. and multi genre kind of person and so that i think like he's like you know um like snoop dogg has done that as well but i think ll is considered way more family friendly than snoop dogg and even snoop dogg is considered pretty family which is kind of crazy the yeah. snoop dogg's trajectory of <laughs> snoop becoming dogg's trajectory is outrageous to me in many ways i have some issues an adorable co-host of martha stewart yes you know, yeah that, who's a man who that admitted that murder he, was the case that they yeah. gave him mm, and know? he also you know pimped women uh it's a real uh, we've mean, got you know after he was successful but uh, we, LL, need to, we talk about that later ll mm-hmm. uh, recently received a kennedy center honor <laughs> i know to put what? that into perspective like yes isn't that insane because that's such yeah. an honor uh, my yeah. god first yeah. hip-hop artist to be mm-hmm. honored what do the they way. do at the kennedy center honor so they put on a whole concert for you mm-hmm. do you perform your own concert usually you're like sitting in the balcony like yeah. kind of watching people oh my love gosh so it's yeah. like your own funeral a <laughs> <laughs> little bit but his dancers like he has backup dancers like breakers and b-boys and stuff uh-huh. who've been on set as well like they'll mm-hmm. come and like help or like dance like one of the stranger things kids did on bad and his dancers came and danced with our dancers for him, okay. which was pretty cool because yeah. he, so he cool. did a full homage to old school ta- like LL Cool J. Um, wow. But yeah, I do remember the Kennedy honors and we were either just about to rap or it was during that time that we were still filming. And it's so cool. And he was just like very humble again, like very like, mm-hmm. thank you. Because you, yeah. you know, it's he feels like just a coworker, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does so Chrissy Teigen feel that way as well? Yes. They're your pals? Well, I mean... <laughs> I, wouldn't go I that never far. thought I would feel this way. About, I'm like, oh, I, I mean... She's- well, Chrissy's great, and she's... Like, I've been invited to her house before, and it always, like... I'm always like, oh, God, uh, uh, 
oh god like what am i gonna do there and mm-hmm. it's couldn't be more normal you just get well, there and it's I like mean, they're that's cooking her brand. her brand is like i'm famous but normal but i'm chill and yeah. I, yeah she is she's one of the sweetest people she came to my i uh shot a pilot with mitch marchand who writes for ll on the show and we were lucky enough the uh one of the producers of lip sync battle paid for us to shoot a pilot hell yeah and chrissy and john came and saw it like they came to the live taping of it oh i, I mean oh, they're whoa. Just, oh yeah they're, they're Wait, it was the a multi-cam best. it was uh, a, a taped show, like right? a live show oh yeah. very cool yeah yeah thanks for coming guys uh, <laughs> hey, so uh, I, I, my seat was filled by chrissy tegan so i actually there wasn't room for me <laughs> so renee obviously you, you have a personal connection to ll but i'm curious what uh connection was to him as a fan before you met him uh i just i remember being a kid and hearing around the way girl for the first time my name's in it okay because it's lisa pamela angela Angela, renee Renee. and i was like excuse me lisa angela pamela renee i love you you're from around the way because renee renee's not a a name that's getting a lot of play and yeah it sure isn't walk away that renee that's obviously the but you know it's the old man go to and the they old know man my go name. To. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, and I remember Who's saying walk away, Renee. The left bank. How does it re- go? How go- oh, okay. So what? That's a seventies song. Maybe late sixties. Okay. Yeah, it's. I've heard it, but I just don't think of it. Fair <laughs> a, enough. A classic yeah. and like you? a one-hit wonder for oh. that group. And I don't think of it. My name's in it, yeah. so it's not like. But um, yeah, I just remember that. I it was still like a throwback at the time when I heard it. But I really like my best friends and I. As soon as we could drive, we're listening to doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, lounging, the dirtiest yeah, shit the di- yeah, well, ever was, for like that teens was to be the listening 90s, to. It was like mid to late 90s was like when he had the like second wave of his career yeah. music wise and, and, yeah. and it was nasty. nasty and they had all those like sexy ass music again the music videos I can't I mm-hmm. always am like I remember the music videos well I also Same. remember like mama said knock you out being like a really big just being everywhere for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah, I feel like Mama Said Knock You Out was played a lot during like football games in yes. high school. And that, it still was like, yeah. I didn't, I knew it, but I didn't know it. But like my most, my biggest connection to him would be Around the Way Girl because of my name being in the song. And honestly, like lounging, doing it. Hey Lover had Boys to Men in it. Oh my God, that song mm-hmm. is great. Too. And that was great. And that was like a, a rap love song, yeah. which was also not totally. Which was also kind of LL's thing. Right. When he did <laughs> yeah. I Need Love. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that was a genre in its own. Like rappers didn't usually do love songs. And that felt like a love song or a heart, a breakup song mm-hmm. or whatever it was in yeah. his mind. He, he kind of, I don't, I don't want to say invented it, but certainly popularized that 100%. thing. hundred percent. Yeah. A hip hop yeah. artist singing love songs and kind of being for the ladies. Like, yeah. You know, because there's a, a lot of the hip hop acts before then, I don't think we're catering to women specifically. No, you're a dancer, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever do dance to any of his songs? Um, I mean, just with a fake idea at a club, Hell but yeah. never, <laughs> Hell yeah. never like an actual routine. I never remember one, two, the three. there was a really um like 
a big dance routine that the Palm Squad at my school did the year before I joined the dance team at my school. Their big like number that they did all year was Mama Said Knock You Out. And it was like, you know, they had the boxing gloves and stuff yeah, inside it of the thick. palms. Laying it on thick. Um, yeah, it was pretty I, big. I and I was like, I want to be on this team. <laughs> to the point. Yeah. One of the dancers is dressed as an old mom. <laughs> She puts on the gloves. Did everyone have hoodies? I think they had the um, like silk robes, like the silk boxer robes or something like that. Or the shorts or, yeah. I don't know if they had the shorts. I think they just had the regular palm like cheerleader outfits. I think, whoa, Joe's eyebrow went up. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to get into this. (laughs) You know, this might actually be cool. Do you have have any? (laughs) I'm getting arrested. (laughs) How did this happen to me? How old are these teen girls? Mama said knock you out. Okay. Um, uh, Mama said, "Lock me up." Uh oh. Oh no. Goodbye, guys. Um, but like LL's music at that age, it almost feels like you're getting away with something. Hundred percent. Right. Because so dirty. Like you listen Dude, to it, it as an like... adult, and you go, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like you're like, "I'm gonna call you Big Daddy and scream your name." You're like, yes. "He's a talking about fucking." Yes. <laughs> you didn't get it. I didn't. I didn't get anything. I was a fucking dork. But can I swear? Please. Um. Please do. More. Yes. We need more. Um, actually. Yeah. We're not hitting our quota at this point. <laughs> yeah. But I want to earn that E. You listen to it, it's so fucky in a great way. I mean, don't get me wrong, but like, yeah, it is. It's explicit. Doing it is an explicit song. Yeah. And that is like, and there's like no getting around it. There's no, 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 no. way you can really misinterpret or like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, there's no sure. way that you're like, well, actually, mm-hmm. it's about uh, construction work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when was that? It was like 97, 98? Earlier? A little earlier, yeah. 95? But yeah. doing it is like a, the kind of doing song it's 96, too, yeah. That, yeah, that you're like embarrassed to hear with your parents, you know? Oh, my God. Like I couldn't radio, even. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah. yeah. That is, that's like the I want your sex of the 90s where you're like, um, uh, you know, maybe just hit so, the next channel. Oh, even I'll make not. love to you by Voice to Men comes on and you're like, oh, God, she's going to talk to me about sex. Yeah. That happened to me in the car once with my mom. Because well, of I'll make love to well, you? Well, it was on and I had my first like real boyfriend like in high school. And I was just like, <gasps> and she was like, turned it down and was like, let's talk. And I was like, <gasps> <gasps> Turn yeah. it up, lady. We Sneak don't need attack. to talk. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And you can't, like, a keto roll out of the car. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and trust me, I was not I mean, having sex the... in high school, but <laughs> she she was right to talk. <laughs> I love that, that that, like, is what, like, triggered it, though. She was like, hmm. Ooh, make love. Make hmm. love. Well, about now, that, Now, who could Renee? be doing that soon? Slow turn to you in the Can passenger seat. you keep seat? your shoes on? Because he's saying to keep your shoes on. <laughs> That's Oh, boy. Mom's kept her shoes on before. It's like, Mom, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yes, yeah, let's not. Can we please? Uh, Renee, have you ever seen an induction ceremony or any clip from the Rock and Roll Hall of yes. Fame? Okay. Ooh. And I can tell you exactly for who for, but I can't think of their name now. <laughs> it was okay. a band. Okay, great. This great. is a great guessing game. Was it recent? It was a hair metal. It was like a hair Def band. Ne- Def Leppard? No. Um, bon Jovi? No. Um, hair metal. Hair metal? Well, not hair. Kiss? <laughs> like, I was like, it was in the... I, I know it's not Guns Poison. Guns N' Roses? Of course not. I know. It might be Guns N' Roses. Okay. Did they perform? They did, but that, that performance is not, uh, not widely available. available. No. And it was, Axel wasn't there. Because what, what 
channel do they air it? Well, I mean, what they used to air it. They it used to be it was VH1 for okay. a long time. So I think that is what I'm like thinking of is like anytime anything music related, anything like I, it would be on my TV at some yeah, point. For sure. But like, so I have a faint like visual of what's going on but it felt like motley crew even though i know it's yeah. not yeah do you could you could you put me in a time span like what year joe's gonna be your guy on this okay yeah, i'm gonna re- i'm gonna hold your hands and okay. we're, gonna, we're gonna figure this out i want to say 92 oh my god okay nope 2002 okay that makes more sense because like the people who were getting inducted in 92 it was like johnny like, cash because right, right, right. Yeah. it's 25 years after your first recording right i think it was more recent than that and i feel like it was the guns and roses situation because axel wasn't but but that was on hbo yes okay yeah all right there we go okay yeah and that could be it It Axel wasn't there he wasn't there i do remember that i'm just seeing like a slash moment Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, slash. I'm getting flashes of slash. I'm getting a flash, yeah. slash, yeah. slash, a slash, flash, slash, flash back, a slash back. Yeah, <laughs> you're having a slash back. Um, Slashes on stage. He's talking about how his wife made him come to the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Who? This is what yes. I, remember. I remember. We watched his, their induction. Performed because other people perform, right? They perform, but with just I think the dude from Slash's band. But then they, but we didn't see that, right? No, because they only aired it that one time, and then they cut it from the broadcast because not from the broadcast, but from the repeat viewings because Axel was pissed off. Okay, Axel was mad about the whole thing. He didn't want to be in it. He was. He didn't show up. He didn't want them to induct him uh, without his consent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like don't fair. induct me when I'm. I don't want to be inducted. Uh, don't include me in this. Uh, and he was mad about the fact that they played Guns N' Roses songs, and you know this was. This Who was else got the, inducted the year he got inducted? They got inducted. Beastie Boys, Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm. Laura Nero, Donovan, The Faces. That was a good uh, induction year th- to watch the ceremony, wasn't yeah. it? Was yeah, that we, fun? We I remember we watched it. And also, Except it was for like Kid Rock performed on the Beastie Boys right. tribute, and I am annoyed. Oh, he did. Uh, yes, it was. Surpri- it was surprisingly current. Yeah. You know, a lot of those bands are more current than the bands that are getting inducted now, you know, seven years later. Truly. Uh, Has Justin Bieber been? He's not, he's not shown up. <laughs> he has not shown up to a... Speaking an, of current. Yeah. Yeah. No, he has not shown up to an induction ceremony. Yeah. I also could be mixing... I think I'm mixing my visuals of... The, isn't there a WWE induction thing, too? We yes. Well, we literally we, we were just talked talking about, about this, this on the last episode. You did? Yes. Well, because, yeah. like, I'm... Like, I... I've seen a f- couple of those, and mm-hmm. I've also seen a few of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ones, and mm-hmm. I feel like I keep confusing visually. Um, do you like hair metal? Is that why? Why? Um, or was it just that it was on your television? I just think it was on my TV. I like everything. Like I, I think people are surprised by my vast knowledge of music for whatever reason. But I like. I mean, I loved. I think Poison's great. I think Motley Crue's great. Like I love a good hair. Were those your bands growing up? Like no, I'm no. Okay. I mean, my older brothers, mm-hmm. but not even them. They're my my older brother George of the Black Crows. Like it was very. But I just remember and they're not even in the same era. But I'm just saying, well, Motley Crue did Doctor Feel Good. Like they did. <laughs> <laughs> they did have a comeback out. They did have a comeback. Uh, they, they were album. just about done though when the Black right. Crows yeah. showed up. But yeah, 
I'm envisioning both CDs in my brother's room, mm-hmm. and he had both. There was but no he also had the Ghetto Boys, so mm-hmm. just a real eclectic family. Where are you from? Chicago. Oh, me too. Interesting. Are you from I'm, Chicago? No, I'm from the suburbs, but I lived in Chicago. Where okay. in the uh, suburbs? Southwest are? suburbs. I'm from near Joliet. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm from Chicago. I'm like Harlem and Fullerton. Oh, I, I yeah. do know where that is. Mm-hmm. By the Brickyard Mall. Hell Damn. yeah. Uh, so what were what were your favorites growing up in terms of music? I I mean, I, it's really interesting I to me too that to. you were like I I like I was interested in I, like music TV was always on my TV. Then you were a dancer and you're a comedian. And I'm like it, it makes t- total sense the trajectory of your life triangulating on lip sync battle, like being a comedy writer on a lip sync battle. A, it's yeah, like a literally, music dance. Yeah. it was like, honestly ding, 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 the perfect like, fit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre that it's come to that. Like even when I was uh, told, oh, I want you to interview you know a, a a friend of mine who was also my boss on a couple other things was like i want you to come interview for lip sync battle and i was like Ugh, they're making that a tv show she's like mm-hmm. oh the season one i was already like a dick about it i uh-huh. just yeah. am like i'm like how do you make that last 30 minutes like because right. i knew it was a fallon thing and then i watched it and i was like okay I, this is fun still didn't quite see how i would be good at it and then as soon as i got there and they were like we need songs for Eva Longoria, she wants to do Baby Got Back. And I was like, oh, we, we already did that in season one, right? Like we had a list of what had uh-huh. already gone on in season one. And I was like, Anaconda, Nicki Minaj. It's basically a sample of Baby yeah. Got Back. Like I just slipped right into like, oh, yeah. she'll like this if she likes this. Like I was like an algorithm. Yeah, for right. Person. Yeah. You were and meant for it. it I was meant for it. it yeah. I just see it all happening. The, yeah. <laughs> the, the arc, it, yeah. it all it all comes together there. Um, I think to answer your question, I legit liked everything. Like my aunts and mm-hmm. uncles. So my father passed away when I was 10. And um, my aunts, and, I come from a big Italian family. My aunts and uncles, I want to say our youngest um, aunt was eight when my brother was born. So they're all very young aunts and uncles. So they mm-hmm. felt like an additional brother and sister yeah. kind of vibe. So, but kind I say like cousin fam kind yeah, of Yeah, but they, when my father passed away, they all moved closer. So everyone, so I would listen to what they were listening to. Like I loved Billy Joel and I loved like Elton John and I heard Tina Turner for the first time because of my aunt and like, but like I've heard everybody, but it was like, listening to it in a car. Mm-hmm. I loved TLC growing up. Like, I loved TLC. Mm-hmm. I, I really loved yes. LL Cool J. Anything that was pop and danceable, I was in it. Um, Do you remember your first concert? Yes. My first concert was like a B96. Yes, the B-Bash. Jam that someone <laughs> gave me a ticket to. And it was Tony, Tony, Tony was there. Yes. But it was like... <laughs> You this can tell they like were tapping into my. But you childhood. can tell Tony, Tony, Tony was kind of like mm, they're almost done. Like yeah. it was a weird. But they were bringing New Jack Swing back to. They the, were. Like, they were kind of doing their thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say Tony, I was Tony. like. I want to say it was like eleven or twelve, yeah. and it it was probably at the World or Poplar Creek or whatever. It was actually was. in Wisconsin. It was at the oh at um, Alpine Valley or the Milwaukee Fest or oh, something. Summer Fest. It was my friends. <laughs> It was my friend's aunt's boyfriend. They took us. Classic. They took yes, us there. This is, very, this and is feeling very connected Bell to Bell my Bell DeVoe was well. there. Oh, Bell C&C Bell. Music Factory was there. Yes. 
it was bizarre because you were just like, oh, shit, what I is this? I went to a B-Bash with my mother when I was like maybe 11 or 12. And like the real McCoy was there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, the real McCoy might have been at mine. <laughs> I can't remember who else was there. But mm. I remember my mom because the, the real McCoy. McCoy song that they did was like a cover of a yeah. disco song. And I can't remember what one it is right um, now. Be my lover. Wanna no, be. That's no, 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 that's, that's LaBouche. LaBouche. No, oh, real McCoy yeah. is. It sounds it's, like an Ace of Base song. Yes. yes, but it's, it's and it's not turn the beat around. It's um, no, it's uh, you have to look it up because it's gonna yeah, be it's insane. Um, and I remember being there with my mother. My mother was pregnant with my sister, so I must have been. It's not another 13. night. Another it is another, another night, night, another dream. They did a song that was Run a away. cover of a um. Di- of a disco love. song Maybe it was Come and get your love I think I- it was Come and get your love And my mom was pregnant And like Step touch dancing Ugh. We were in the um, Lawn seats <laughs> And my mom is like Pregnant step touch dancing I'm like 13 Yeah And I was mortified And my mom was like I know this song I love this song And I was like This is terrible Yeah that's a nightmare Um my first real concert was with my mom seeing Elton John and Billy Joel do like a like their dual tour mm-hmm. and that my mom was very like I yeah. knew all the Billy Joel songs. I didn't know all the Elton Johns. I knew the hits, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I didn't know everything. But I remember during that concert, I was just, just me and my mom. And I think my aunt's company kept getting tickets because that's how also I got to see all for you, the Janet Jackson tour. Oh, and that's when my. I was like. God. This is what I'm going to do for a living. I'm going to dance <laughs> yeah. on stage with like that. Like I was just very into that. But Elton John, I remember um, Billy and Elton, uh, they were done. And then everyone was calling for an encore. They came out and was it Elton or Billy who said, we are, um, we are going, we just want you to know that we we're, we love you and we think this is great. We can't do another encore and then they revealed that they're like Elton John's bassist son just died in a car accident and he just received the phone call. What? Whoa. It was insane. He was like, so he played Candle in the Wind. Oh my God. Because he was like, and I don't know, wouldn't it be fucked up if that was like a lie Planned. just to get into it? Yeah. Oh like my God. Yeah. I, I, that, that was what occurred to me too. Yeah. There's no way. But There's like, no way. Oh my God. Because that's like the cruelest thing. That is cruelest. Do. Literally. That's in, it, All right. Like pick someone the, from the band. Unless the band, they, they can't unless the bassist research. doesn't have a son and never will. Yeah. It's still not it's okay. It's still wrong. It's still I know, very I'm bad. Just, just How dare you think. say that that but, makes it okay? <laughs> but if, but if. <laughs> but they had to the tell us <laughs> why they wouldn't come out. Oh my They're like, gosh. this is why we're just going to do one more song. We've had some horrible news. Like, I guess during the Elton part, the call came and they had to like wait for him to get off stage and tell him that his son like died in a fatal car accident. It was awful. But Whoa. I remember that like viv- vividly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's also interesting that they you know the cause of death. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when something like that happens that you wouldn't just be like, there's been uh, a tragedy. We, we just, you know, something personal. Uh, we have to, we're very sorry. Yeah. That they were, they were like, they were cause like of our death. bassist yeah. son died in a fatal car accident. Here's candle in the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. I mean, he, they must've been like, can we say, cause everyone lit can't like everyone put a, like, like put lights up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What well, it, this is, 
this is a real segue but like i think it's really interesting because not many people not as many people smoke anymore and stuff Mm -hmm. and now just like the idea that nobody does lighters at all it's all cell phone flashlights flashlights it was all it was all it was not um lighters lighters no because we were in we were at in the united center there was no way to like I don't think that's even no legal. people could do lighters. That, oh, yeah. yeah. Back. Yes. Yeah. Things were different. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was like, a. I don't think it was that. It wasn't like in the 60s. Uh, no, it was, I mean in the 90s. I yeah, but it was in into... 2000. It was in 2000, like three or four. But people didn't have phones with flashlights on them, I feel like. No, but yeah. I think everyone had a phone, though. Oh, and they just held up their flip phone? I think so. Interesting. There's a lot of green LED screens. Everyone had a Nextel. Everyone's opening their sidekicks. Yeah, right. I even think I don't even know if a black black kid was out there. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, Well, you know the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is sometimes confusing in terms of how and why some people get into the hall and why some don't. There's no list of criteria that they have published. But as a nerd, I've come up with my own criteria that I think it gives us a good idea if someone will be inducted. Okay. Uh, And so why don't we go through these criteria for LL Cool J and let's do it after a little break. Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. We hope over the break you uh, reminisced about an old friend. And maybe a concert memory. Maybe a concert memory because we did all of that. We sure did. Uh, So let's go through these uh, categories and see how LL Cool J stacks up. Uh, <laughs> oh, he stacked. No can see Joe's face. My when weird he does facial that. expressions. His eyes like Re- squint. He gets very serious looking. Yeah, really. like, Let's see how he stacks up. All right. First, uh, first category is critical acclaim. Uh, I think, especially for this era, he was uh, well regarded critically. I feel like maybe that I'm I'm conflating critical acclaim with like other rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, A claim like I don't think I think LL Cool J in particular like later on kind of got that like pop rap uh, like people no one's ever asking LL to spit a verse on their song. I don't know if they're not asking or he's not accepting. I mean, honestly, Mm -hmm. like because every single person he knows everybody and he's he's respected. respected. Yeah. Uh, But his crew doesn't. I mean, he was on J-Lo's albums and stuff, but like. He was like on a few songs with J Lo. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. Um, and they they had a song that was very popular, really popular. She was on his album, and then he was on her what, album. What yes. are their songs? What the video he did, funny he did too. "Control Myself" that was from his that album, from his album Todd Smith. The more popular one's the one on her album, I think. Yeah. What is that? Which uh-huh. was and that I one. haven't hearted on my Spotify. Ooh. Uh my favorite J Lo collab. All I have. All my, mm, 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 I don't know that song. All I have Thomas, was what you oh, have, baby. Yeah. That was a number one. Hit. I do that song is great. It's great. I didn't realize that he was on that song. So my oh, thought, so, my, my yeah, thought on, were, I guess that's I. I don't see him because that's also like J Lo is not a rapper. You know what I mean? Like J Lo right. is a pop star. Sure, I think the critics like LL though, especially for what he was doing early on. Early, yeah, which was so groundbreaking 
and rocking the bells and whatnot yeah and needing a radio or you know loving his radio (laughs) he was Uh, bad yeah um but i think that uh, critically he does pretty well i agree uh and then that kind of connects to the next category classic albums now would you would you guys think that ll cool j has an album or two or more on Rolling Stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. I think time. no. I think he has one. Okay, which one? It's either the one with Mama Said You Knock Mama Said to Knock You Out. Mama said Mama, Mama said would you please knock me out. Said you're going to get knocked out. <laughs> which is called Mama Said Knock You Out. Thank you or Mr. Smith. Okay. So, LL does have an Well, then album it'll be his first on one. 500. What's his first one? His first one's called Radio. I think it's that one. And that is the one that's on here. Yeah. Okay. Because that's a real Without rolling radio. Well, that's a very Rolling Stone move. <laughs> like, I couldn't see them putting maybe those later ones on there. But it is kind of a Rolling Stone move to be like uh, the kind of pivotal. Uh, the one they consider the groundbreaking one. Right. And I think that we're looking at the high 400s. Okay. In mm. this one, I think we're looking at like mm, 480. What do you think, really? Renee? I think he's in the twos. Okay, like 200 something. Yeah. LL Cool J Radio 1985 comes in number three at <laughs> 470. Oh yeah! Really? Oh, really? Kristen's really good at this. <laughs> Weirdly good at this. Why? Not why have... are you good at this? But why do we think it's so back there? Because it's Rolling Stone. Well, yeah, you yeah. got to imagine. You know, you, the majority they have to leave six Bruce Springsteen albums on there. They have to have it's, five it's like, honestly, Dylan albums. They have to have Smashing you're, Pumpkins. You're, you're underestimating. Like, if you want the stats of this, like there are ten Dylan albums on here. Ten and what albums? Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan. Oh, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, and the majority of the albums on this list are from like 67 to 74. You know, like that's about the range where most of the stuff is coming in. Right. And a lot of it is that era's music, you know. So uh, there's not a ton of hip hop on here. And then the stuff that gets on, it's not obviously going to be placing super high and the stuff that is going to be placing super high is like it takes a nation of millions or uh, straight out of Compton. What other hip hops on there? I'm curious. So uh, around 470, like just above it is is the low end theory on there. The Fugees? We said low end theory. Fuji La, or okay. excuse me, no, the score, which the is score, Fuji La's on. Low end theory is on there. Uh, I think there's a few Public Enemy. There's it takes a nation of millions, and then there's also uh, I believe fear of a fear of a black planet. Yo, bum rush the show. Eminem show. Eminem. Uh, I'm not surprised. Is Eminem yeah. in the 400s as well? Eminem I would put Eminem. I think threes. he's going to be in the threes or the high twos. I put him actually about three forty-seven is where I'd place him. I'd give him three twenty-three. So the Eminem show was three seventeen, but it looks like they dropped it from. They did two versions of this list. Okay, they dropped the Eminem show, and then the Marshall Mathers LP came in at in the 200s in like 244 yeah interesting yep i am oddly good at this it is weird and then like uh enter the wu-tang's on there that makes sense um it sounds like they picked the chronic yeah they picked yeah. stuff that like kicked off an era of the yeah the genre and the genre yeah. well just also like this type of rap kicked this off yeah like mm-hmm. the groundbreaking yeah stuff yeah and there's, a f- there's a few kanye the on there sense. there's a few jay-z what kanye there. is on there okay oh, can God. i try, guess? try to guess yeah okay i mean it's i late I, yeah sure. it's got to well i think it's gonna be um uh late registration 
Or okay, no, yes. col- uh, late registration is... Uh, is that the second one? There's, yeah, college dropout is on there. There's three on here. Okay, college dropout, yes. late registration, yes. and my beautiful yes. dark twisted fantasy. Yeah, yep, those three. That's okay. exactly it. Yeah, I, I those are exactly his three best ones. albums. Yes. Right. Agree. <laughs> I M H O. So radio is on there. Mm-hmm. The next category is iconic slash recognizable songs, and and this is a category that I think is kind of weird for LL and kind because of because I think uh, for me his most recognizable songs are all going to be later because yes, I was agreed. not really it's, it's I wasn't weird, really cognizant of music as it's a weird thing with hip hop the way hip hop especially older hip hop does not get to live on radio on the radio whoa. yeah and i need my radio yeah <laughs> <laughs> so whoa. but if you, if you think about it like if you're you just do not hear those early ll songs even some of the later ones we are very right. lucky that we have a radio station k-day that Booyah, plays <laughs> old school hip-hop but not very few markets have something and it like mostly that right. plays west coast hip-hop too like yeah. they really do favor west coast artists on and if, if you're walking around like if you're walking around a cvs you're not going to hear that many hip-hop That's, songs right in general it, it's just a weird thing like we when we talked about a tribe called quest uh, a few weeks ago you know we we talked about songs that are recognizable but i remember thinking later like oh we talked about all these songs that we think are recognizable but like my mom will know zero of them yeah right um i would guess that i can't live without my radio I feel like that and Rock the Bells. Those were like two huge songs from radio Radio. that then did not really have the staying power. Right. And I think part of it is because that early hip-hop stuff... Sounds like my name's LL and I'm here to That's say. That's what it, I was hundred right? percent. That is part of the whole kind of like you know. I'm just shocked. Just that I'm a bad. man and a <laughs> and a beat and a beat. You know, doing the it's, thing. It's a style of hip hop that just feels very outdated. And it's because hip hop production is so good now and it's so um it's just much more complex and appreciated it's like there's just a lot more art go artistry mm-hmm. going into uh like hip-hop production that there wasn't in the beginning it was just like people literally live scratching records you know yeah and sometimes i mean like he uh he had like a drum machine and like a, yeah that was kind of like it in terms of production and then some scratches and but i think if you were around at the time those are big songs. Yeah, I, I mean, I the radio and didn't the really know them. Only knew them as like the, if people played them. Like I never had heard those songs until I was mm-hmm. older. But even bigger and deafer, that album seems better because it has "I'm Bad," which was a huge hit. And I need love. And I need love. I think is a song that you still hear. Yeah, sometimes. I need love. I yeah, think of that's as a huge one. Inside my soul, because my soul is cold. One half of me deserves to be this way till I'm old, but the other half needs affection and joy, and the warmth that is created by a girl and a boy. I need love. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and I he's mean, in jail. End, Isn't he in jail in that video? It's like, a, oh, I don't know. Doesn't he get up in a bed in jail? Am I thinking beat it? I, I you might. It could be both. Yeah, because I think <laughs> he's shirtless and he's like, when I'm alone in my room, sometimes I'll stare I mean, at the and he's like by himself. I know that he is shirtless. <laughs> He's, he's shirtless he's for real. Shirtless more often than not. Yeah. yeah, especially I'm bad. He's also his shirt blows up, like his mm-hmm. shirt comes off at some point. Yeah, I'm bad is not one that I feel like I hear that much anymore, but I would say I need love for sure. For sure. Well, and that to me is like, I my LL first came into my consciousness with Mama Said Knock You Out. That was like, right. and, and that's the biggest one for sure. That's in the nineties. That's nineteen ninety. That's nineteen ninety. And that yeah. around the way, girl. And that, that yeah. was and very th- both big, those, such a good those song. Those two songs. And the production on that is more current, more contemporary. Very because it's a sample and the sample is used is used like really effectively and it's sped up. It's a very like that is really current production the way that Yeah, and yeah. I mean, that's why he says, I mean, I think the album before that was kind of a flop, Walking with a Panther. Yeah. I mean, that has Going Back to Cali on it, which is. Oh, yeah. Which that song kicks ass. That's a great Yeah, I forgot song. about Going Back to Cali. I forgot that was him. Yeah. But- I'm going back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. I don't think so. I'm going back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. I don't think so. Going back to Cali, styling, profiling. It's also interesting to just like look at these albums and it's I know this sounds um, maybe like obvious, but, you know, in the beginning, I'm looking at at like the radio track list and it's just every song is LL Cool J. It's only him. Mm -hmm. There's no features. There's nobody else on it. It's just him rapping the whole time. All the verses, just him. You know, this is like. It's just such a different style of of music. Uh, I mean, doing it doesn't even credit the girl. The woman. Yeah. And, yeah. And, then and she's really got it going on in that song. And she's doing Call a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. But I would say after Mama Said Knock You Out, it's doing it and then lounging. I oh, would wait, say Phenomenon. Go. I remember. Isn't that him? Something yeah. like a phenomenon. Uh, Telling your butt. No, who's that? That's not. Well, So he has an album did, and a song called Phenomenon. But, did, but I don't think it's that song. Did he? I don't think that's the same what one. What song is that? Oh, no, that's from uh, that's from White Lines. Phenomenon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Phenomenon. You're talking about that one, right? Yes, yeah. But how does that go? Can we listen to it? The song Phenomenon? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Have a nice and moist. Or play paper games and floss the Rolls Royce. Something like a phenomenon. Something like a phenomenon. Something like a phenomenon. And you know, there are these albums that come after this and there's a bunch of songs on those albums. And what's weird is like some of those songs from those other albums charted very well right i think it's it just they're it's, like of the time yeah they they don't they don't have that kind of timeless feel and yeah. it's also just something of our culture and the way our culture disposes of hip-hop quickly and then we move on yeah for sure that's like onto the soundcloud you know what i mean <laughs> well because he's already he's already 
uh, started a trend. Like he's already had his moment of like a public enemy or or, or two live crew. Like as far as like pushing a yeah. jo- like a part of his he moved vibe. also into different. Like he's still part of the popular culture, but he's just not thought of as a rapper anymore. I think people thought of think of him as like an entertainer. A they host, think of yeah, him as a host and yeah. an actor. Yeah, but I will tell you, every single person who meets him on stage immediately refers to him as a rapper like it comes rushing can, back yeah. to you because you uh-huh. meet him and you go oh my god holy shit it's LL Cool J like yeah, the amount I mean, I of times the amount of times like people have been like Uncle L like you know what I mean like celebrities just got like they get starstruck by him because he is such a presence yeah. that I do think you're right there's he's got this all-encompassing entertainment vibe but now like that's how you think of him but like the minute you see him you're like this is the well, rapper I wonder now, though, like for example I'm about to say something that might be offensive to some but I think maybe the younger generation thinks of him the same way of, as like a Mario Lopez where it's like something that people in their 30s know of and like knew him as something else. But no, he's that guy who just like hosts everything like and everybody loves him for some reason. Like I, a little. Do you know what I for mean? For that generation, for sh- I think that's maybe I think this may be accurate uh, mm. to an extent. I, I think I understand. Mar- I, I, I strongly I disagree. I don't think any I, I mean, even the Stranger Things kids were in awe and knew his music. I don't think he's a Mario. I think Mario Lopez is a bad person (laughs) well I just think it's a bad he was like on Saved by the Bell and then did Dancing with the Stars you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like I don't think but then he's always like hosting things I guess I just he's only hosts one thing I know what you mean in the sense of like if someone's not paying attention yes that's what I mean I don't mean it like a huge dumbass isn't paying attention (laughs) and they just know the people who are presenting stuff on TV I think he's like a Robert De Niro for What, what I mean is you always you always know who he is. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Is that like he's not I think Mario Lopez is Oh, he's like dog much, shit. He's, he's a D mm-hmm. level. He's D list. Right. Know? And you just compared him to a D list person. <laughs> a, that's um, the only reason I'm saying it. A man who has a Kennedy wrong. Center honor. Right. Well, that's what I mean. I'd like, like right. to see Mario that's Lopez. That's what I'm saying. I think of Mario Lopez as like a D list version of what I'm talking about. Right, I just right, mean right. It like in the sense of like he has transcended for like people who never really knew his music. He has become like, oh, yeah, that actor host guy. But you know his name is my point. The reason I, I don't compare him to Robert De Niro is like an actor as a person whatever but like (laughs) what i'm saying is you know his name everybody knows who he is Mm -hmm. whether you're whether you can list a song or not you know who he is he's a household name yeah you know what thank you for standing strong and uh putting Kristen in her place hey listen i didn't think it was about time i didn't say they were equivalent all right guys you kind of did i did not (laughs) you 100 percent. well i didn't can you roll the tape yeah (laughs) the next category (laughs) i did begin with a disclaimer you did you felt you felt you could see it in your eyes you didn't want to say it uh the next category is longevity um i mean he's still around much in the way that mario Right, <laughs> I'll, right. I'll murder you. So, I mean, the that first album was 85, and he was putting out tracks before then. I mean, he was putting out tracks when he was 14. Right. Look you at know. him. How old was he when uh, radio came out? Um, He was probably 17. Yeah, he was young. Yeah, I mean, he was, I think he was still a teenager for sure. And I know a lot of facts about him also only because I wrote on a pop-up video version of the rerun shows of Lip Sync Battle, and I had to have a researcher give me everything. So I know like 
he the the reason Wait, he and there Run was did, a pop up video version of Lip Sync Battle. Yeah, that it's sounds, a rerun uh, thing, and yeah, it's I, great. I love pop up videos. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's that, great. I grew up on that. It's just much. the easiest way to say what it is, but yeah. it's like mm-hmm. yeah, it just has it has yeah. quotes from. You know, comedic and the quotes, backstage. and I wrote the yeah, little back to factoids. Yeah, so like I that. had to write all the bubbles, mm-hmm. so I know like a little too much about it. But he also coined the phrase Audi Five Thousand. Hell yeah! Because of his, I'm Audi Five Thousand. Because of the car he was driving, mm-hmm. he said, "I'm Audi Five thousand, <gasps> which is, uh, it's an Audi. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm people Audi. started using like I'm Audi Five Thousand, and that's like from him. Damn. LL. He's uh, Mario Lopez, my ass. Well, right. I said he's the D-list version of what I'm talking I'm about. I'm Toyota Tercel. That exactly. was Mario yeah. Lopez. Mario coined. Lopez is a Toyota Tercel. But when it comes to longevity, like, so 85 was radio. And, like, we talked about he kind of fell off. But, mm-hmm. like, that album with Jennifer Lopez, I mean, the album wasn't with Jennifer Lopez, but the, with right. the Jennifer Lopez song on it, was 2006. Like, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a long career uh, you know that album went to number six on the charts. On the six, yeah, uh. <laughs> on the six and 06. But he was also acting a ton in those yeah, times too. I, the mm-hmm. only thing, the problem though, is I can only remember that he was in Anaconda. Oh, really? And he was also in a Deep Blue Sea. No, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I just know any given Sunday. Toys. He was also. Oh in- yeah. T- he oh my God! Toys? toys. That's right. It was like one of his earlier ones. Yes. Yeah. He was in the holiday with Queen Latifah. I believe it's Halloween H two O. Oh my God! Oh shit! Um, it, but it like NCISLA. <laughs> yes. Oh Duh. yeah. That's what he's doing now. Yeah. Is he? Is that show still on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think those shows will ever. Is he a detective on it? Sure. Something is. like that. Yeah. With you know. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, I did not know that show was on the air. Zero. Oh, yeah. I did not know, and I yeah. did not know he was on. You it. have to oh, be yeah. older than fifty years old to watch an NCIS. I think. Right. And there's several of them. Yeah. Wait, know. really? There's still? A, there's. I a, know there was a Louisiana one, but that one's yeah. gone, right? No, I think it's oh, still there going. Is? What? It's Scott Bakula. Who? What? You are kidding. I go, no. who? Scott Bakula so, is on NCIS. Quantum Leap Scott Bakula oh, is on, fuck. yeah, and he's the lead in NCIS Quantum New Leap. Orleans. Thank and then you. the regular one's been on the air for like 20 fucking years. Which one is LL on? LA. Los Angeles. Okay, then how, what's the Louisiana one? NOLA? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> NCIS it? New Orleans, yeah. What? And my man. How many NCISs are there? Uh, at least three. Uh, I don't know if they did one beyond. Had they ever canceled an NCIS? No. Has one ever failed? NCIS was a mm. spinoff of JAG, which was canceled. <laughs> what? <laughs> JAG was on the air for a long time, too. Okay, let me see if I can... There's only, th- there's only three NCISs, it, it Is appears. one New Orleans? Yeah. I just know that because I saw a billboard one time, but I thought... I didn't even know they had one was in it. We've established this. I know, but I just thought that I... I still thought I could be wrong. I like still couldn't believe it. Unreal. I, let me guess what NCIS stands for. Um, let me see if I remember, if I can just guess it. Yeah, go for it. Um, oh, God. Uh, national? No. Um, it's weird. It's a weird one. Yeah. Uh, new. It, it like re- refers to these specific types of crimes. Neurological. Mm-mm. Natural. Mm-mm. N- non- I like I thought it would be like non like the Indian bread. No, no, like <laughs> non-confrontational or so like So it know. has to do with where the crimes take place. Oh, 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 now I know. <laughs> uh n- 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 near <laughs> near crime. near No, what is the what's the end stand for? Uh Renee, you know? 
Wait, Renee, do you know? I do. I was going to say something wrong. Okay. Oh, but you just looked well, it up. I just, I was going to say Navy. Close. But it's Naval. Yeah. Naval Crimes Investigation Services? Yeah, pretty much. Naval Criminal Investigative Service. What? Yeah. yeah. I knew it was Navy or Naval. It's I wasn't the Navy? Mm-hmm. It's about, I'm sorry, I apologize to all of our listeners who, if anybody watches the show, it is like, yeah, duh, Kristen, there no. are three of them and they're all awesome about the Navy. <laughs> but how is there three shows about naval crime? I think it's more than three. It's just three. Oh, it's it, just three? How yeah. many, I'm thinking SVU. How can there be? And there are so many CSIs. CSIs, CSI is what I'm thinking Crime scene crime investigation. Crime scene investigation. And it was. I just learned what NCIS was. Wait, but why? So how are there many crimes? Is oh, it just, the shows are so popular. But it's just crimes near the water. Then is that kind of it, or do they? I've have never to seen it, but I'm going to assume crimes that happen on the water. Okay. Really? But do they have to involve? The, or maybe is this like I mean, co- like it's New Orleans, Navy, it's near the coast. I'm just like, what is? Are these submarine crimes? Like, <laughs> it'd be so funny. Like they have to stretch. Because these shows have been on for decades, and they have to stretch different ways to have crimes at it's, sea. Yeah, it's I like, didn't this know. This is it was... like Baywatch or something, almost. Like, what's insane is I just, just so you know, I'd never seen an episode of any of them, and I yeah. did not know what NCIS stood for. And then I saw it somehow. I was like, oh, naval, and I still didn't connect. It would be crimes by the water. <laughs> I genuinely thought it was just a CSI. I mean, I think for all intents and purposes, it kind of is. But aren't they military? Like, isn't it a military investigative? Because a Navy is the Navy. Yeah. So I guess that's, yeah. The Navy is the Sea Army. It is the Sea Army. It's It's our Sea Org. It's Poseidon's. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm people. sorry. I know that we just really took a took a detour. We took a, dan- we took a tangent. I, I sorry, I got defensive know. about the Mario Lopez I thing, didn't and then we know. got yeah. here. It, it set us all off on a on a tizzy. <laughs> um, the next category is innovation influence, which I think is a category he does very well in. Yeah. He, every. I mean, he was the first rap solo superstar. Yeah. And like basically anyone who came after him has to tip the hat bow and some, down and some do in very explicit ways you know mm-hmm. like i mean eminem and even his contemporaries like the beastie boys and uh, oh yes 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 i well, think the beastie Boys. i mean it's crazy that ll cool j is not in and they are like he that is them. insane he inducted them with chuck d that's he gave oh, the right oh, boy and chuck d this is a good moment for this so when tupac was uh nominated and eventually inducted chuck d kind of went off go off d not because he this is what he said got forever love for Pac, but there ain't a solo rap act that should get in the rock and hall of fame before ll cool j don't care about what naysayers think i knew Pac from a team champion him all the time i ain't emotional about this i fight for order and it's simply out of order (laughs) This was all on Twitter. Also, it's very interesting to me to hear Chuck D say that he fights for order. Yeah, I can <laughs> believe it. Because he's about a revolution. Yeah. Which in, a new know. world order. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I did not grow up in rap, 60s, 70s music instead, so my critical analysis ain't got childhood emotion attached, a wide perspective of what I saw. In comparison, uh, rap in 1980, he hit, LL Cool J in comparison hit rap in 1984 like Little Richard or a weird but accurate way Elvis there was no prior MC that melted all corners. Do it. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame needs voters who understand the parallels of the genres. If Rod Stewart isn't twice as a group member and solo, bitch, a case for LL Cool J. 
Couldn't agree more. Uh, wow. It's also wild to me that Chuck D took time out of his day to tweet about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, it matters to them. He, I mean, at this point, he was uh, he was inducted yeah. with Public Enemy. Uh, They're like, if we're going to be a part of this institution, we're going to make it better. Yeah, which is, which is noble. Which is great. It yeah. is. I mean, I think that's like an, a great point that he's making. Mm-hmm. It's like with all this criteria you have to hit, like you're not paying attention yeah, if everything. you're going to include hip hop, you need to understand it. I just right. love it. Chuck D, a case for order. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting to me. But I think, yeah, the, the influence of LL Cool J is it is in like an almost Elvis type way. Like he was there at the beginning in a in a major impactful way. And he was a sex symbol yeah. for the genre versus like public and like mm-hmm. reverses nwa yeah, no one was, looked uh, like him for the ladies he was out there with his shirt off licking them lips licking them lips yeah girl wearing the little Kangle. hat <laughs> i mean the kangle hat forget mm-hmm. it he also like he run also dmc a fashion icon 100 yes because run dmc was the adidas mm-hmm. vibe and then a kangle hat is synonymous with yeah lj Absolutely. Um, and then the last category, maybe the most important category, and a category that he does great in is, does my mom know who he is? Yes. And that's the thing about LL yeah. is he's, he's so famous. Yeah, he's so famous. He's just right. so famous. He's potentially the he's most... He's definitely not the D-list. I, I was just about to go, <laughs> not unlike Mario Lopez. <laughs> I mean, my mom knows who he is, too. Though. I don't think my mom knows who he is. Uh, yeah. Mario Lopez. Yeah, maybe Mario. I would say maybe. Just you know, just he's now because they watching e. with the stars. Oh uh, yeah, that yeah that would probably. And he's be on why. Access Hollywood. Is it mm-hmm. yeah. Extra or something. Or something. Extra. He's on one of those shows. He is extra. I, I don't like how much we're talking about Mario Lopez. <laughs> I know. Me neither. I was literally. Someone just, brought it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he did this. To I thought us. it would be a quickie. LL like, Cool J might be. What an interesting be. point, Kristen. And move on. <laughs> LL Cool J has potentially. He might be the most famous person who is not in the Hall of Fame. Who's eligible? Who's eligible? Yeah. You can make a case. Yeah. Well, especially because, you know, like he is a solo act and like he is the fame. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he there is, not he splitting it up with a band. It, or, or yeah. Not, yeah. All right. I think it's time for the verdict. Mm. Should LL Cool J be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Will he get inducted? And if so, when? We'll start with Kristen. I think yes. I think yes. When it's like long overdue. I mean, here's the here's the the rub is we've got <laughs> Biggie on the uh for the fir- he's going to be eligible this next year. He's going to be FYE, right? I think so. And um uh and so if he gets if Biggie gets on the ballot, there's just this horrible like you know, thing where they only want to induct one hip hop act. I think he should get in next year. Like I think he could get in next year too. And I also think, but and I wonder if maybe they could both get in, and that would be tight as hell. And it would be uh, an important step in the right direction yeah. for the hall that has never had a more than one hip hop act inducted at the same. If they year. inducted like LL Biggie, and then the rest were all women, I would be like, this is the hall that I want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, like that would be so chill for me. So yeah, I think he'll get in next year. I don't know. I'm going to just put wow. in a thing that I, put into I universe. hope it's happening. So I, it'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'd be really glad to see him there. It'd be great. And knowing that everybody, that he cares and I like him. Yeah. I think let's do it next year. LL 2020. Incredible. Or 2019. Would, he, be, would 2020. it be 2020? Yeah. 2020. Yeah. Renee, what do you think? Well, I th- obviously, I'm a fan of his mm-hmm. as a person, so I think he should definitely have already been mm-hmm. put in. Yeah. 
Um, not unlike Chuck D's point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> His salient point. But yeah. I think this is this year. Are you saying Biggie's nominated this year? So Biggie becomes eligible. Yeah. For this 2019. Yeah. So we already had 2019. 2019 happened. So for yeah. 2020. Yeah. When does the Hall of Fame happen? Like is it in January? Like what? So month the nominations get announced in October. The inductees get announced in December. And then the ceremony happens March, April. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Here's what I think. I think he's not going to get in 2020, but he's going to get in 2021. I think what's going to happen is you're right. If Biggie's eligible, Biggie is going to be, especially since he's dead. Yeah, the posthumous part helps him a lot. Right. And I think, I don't know. I just think there's going to be. I could also see them playing some sort of shit with the ballot to try to help um, one or the other get in. It's like how they sometimes don't put in multiple people from genres on That's, the ballot so yeah. that they don't have to almost like split the vote in a way. Yeah, I, right. I, I, it does. It like sucks in a sense that... It's like he might not even get nominated next year. Right. But I I, I fear that that would be va- bad for them. He's becoming yeah. the Susan Lucci... Mm-hmm. Yes, he's of been the at Rock this point. He has been nominated uh, the most times of anyone who's. He's not moved inducted. into probably the number one snub category now that the um, the, the cure, cure is in yeah. for Joe. He's oh. probably probably the he's LL is your number one snub. Who's Maybe. your number one snub right now? I, it's hard to pick because it's not. There's nobody. LL Outcast. LL. Who else? Who else would be in your number one snub position? I don't know. The Smiths. Depeche I was going to say the Smiths. The Smiths. They're up, they're I'm surprised there. they're not. Yeah, I also think. Uh, oh yeah, Depeche Mode. Yeah, I don't know. He it's says hard. Depeche Mode instead of Depeche Mode. Depeche it, Mode. Depeche Mode. I've talked about it before. We don't yeah. have to get into it. Um, so here, here's what I think. Here's my verdict. Um, I think he absolutely should be in. He should already be in. Yeah, that's what I'm annoyed right. is that he's not in. Uh, he will get in. Yes. He's been put on the ballot too many times to not eventually get in. Agreed. The problem is what you kind of said about Biggie's being he's being inducted next year. I would I would say yep. that's a lock. You know, he becomes eligible. Tupac got in immediately. It's Biggie will get in immediately. And he will not be on the ballot next year Agreed. because and I kind of get it, which is at first it seems like kind of a, a knock. But actually, I think it's, it's them trying to consolidate. Yeah, it's making sure that well, doing their best to get one in. Mm-hmm. So that the votes aren't split. Here's the problem. So 2020, Biggie. 2021. Oh, no. They could, Eminem. They could, put, they could put LL Cool J on the ballot, but Jay-Z becomes eligible in 2021. Fuck. And that feels like one they, they... The order's out, but like it feels like that would be one well, they would want to be. That's why they should put them both in next year. That's why they should just make yeah. it an all-lady and hip-hop ballot. Like literally only people of color and women... And just like see what the voters do. See what happens. Has yeah. a female hip hop artist been inducted? No. L O L Cool no. J. That probably. I'm I mean, trying what to about think. Salt and Pepper? Salt and Pepper would be the first one that would yeah. happen. Or Queen. That would, yeah. Like Latifah. Yeah. I yeah. just feel like. I'm like, oh, Queen is in. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the Queen. Yeah, yeah. the Queen. So Jay Z becomes eligible in 2021. Eminem becomes eligible in 2022. And you wonder if they will look past them to try and keep getting to. LL or will they say Just these are too these are too big we need to put them on the ballot they'll get in immediately maybe this will start a trend and this will get the ball rolling for hip hop and then in 2023 
there is an opening. This is outrageous. When does Missy Elliott become? 2023. Oh my God. And she, I'm sorry, deserves to also she should be inducted. Be in. She will be, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it, she will be the first female hip-hop yeah. inductee. Because she she'll be? get in. She will, yeah. yeah. Has Salt and Pepper ever been nominated? No. no. The case for them, I don't think, is as strong as Missy Elliott. Yeah. You know? Oh my god! Um, I would agree, except that they're the very first female. Yeah, they're, they're so important. They're the, like so they important. are so important. They're kicking the door down. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But uh, as we know, the order, as Chuck D would say, is well. We fight that's for order. why I'm like, next year, let's get them both in. I don't know. I'm just like, let's Biggie fuck the wait. ballot up. Yeah, Biggie can wait. He's dead. He dead. <laughs> I think it's a. I if I were Todd L. Cool J, if I were him in this state, and I'm sure he wouldn't be like me, because you can see that I'm a bit of a firecracker. <laughs> is that fuck that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. let don't it, like it's an honor, obviously, to keep being thought of. But at some point, it becomes like yeah, it's almost like meaner. Yeah, you're not paying attention to what it's not even mm-hmm. about what's right. It's about what's deserved. Yeah, and it just seems. Like, I, if I were him, I wouldn't want to be in just because it's like, well, well yeah, we got to put him in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, for me, if I were him, I'd be like, in my heart of hearts and in what I know, I deserved to be in this years ago or whenever I was eligible mm-hmm. was the year I should have been put in. Well, it's just so hard, too, because, you know, we watched people fill out their ballot. Like, we watched Roy Traken fill out his ballot last year. Mm-hmm. And for him... LL wasn't even a consideration, was he? No, he he was dismissed. He didn't even think twice about choosing LL. LL has also been, he, especially recently, he's been up against some competitive ballots. Yeah. And you you wonder if also, as the years progress, if he'll be sitting in a better position. Right. uh, It just sucks. I'm like, now I'm annoyed. Now LL's my my number one snub. Pat Benatar also. She's she's not snubbed. (laughs) Yeah. How many females are in the hall? Uh, Good God. It's like 7% or something it's, like it's that. It's a low point. number it's like, if you consider all the bands that are like nine dudes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Janice Joplin's in, I assume. Yeah. yeah, Janice got in immediately. Yeah. I mean, if I have to do it off the top of my head, it's like Aretha Franklin. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I love Joe's like, if I have to do it off the top of my head. Ruth Brown, Laverne Baker, Etta James, uh, Tina Turner, Janice Joplin, Joni Mitchell, Bonnie Raitt, Joan Jett. Janet Jackson, Stevie Nicks, uh, the Fleetwood mem- Fleetwood Mac members that are female, Debbie Harry with Blondie, Patti Smith, uh, you know. Janet Jackson's in? She, she got, got in, in last year. year. Oh, I did know that. Yeah. Yeah, it happened this year. Yeah. But uh, she didn't perform. Yeah, which I think is weird. It w- well, we've talked about this before, but there's there, they think that she wanted like bigger production value than they could give her for like the set. For- That's probably 100% true. And yeah. because she's about to do that Vegas show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have a friend who's backup dancing on it, who I produced as the Sandman for the Showtime of the Apollo series that came back. (laughs) And he's incredible. And I think I am going August 3rd. I know. Uh, Bronger, Matt Bronger's wife bought him tickets. He talked about it on the show. Did he? Did he? And he texted me and was like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> August 3rd Janet Jackson and I was oh like tell God. me where you're sitting and then I'm like do I'm not good at reaching out to people like John Legend was at the Hollywood Bowl and someone was like oh we should see if we can get like tickets and I was like I don't want to ask John Legend for tickets like I'm very yeah. weird about that mm-hmm. even though I'm sure Chrissy so and John nice would have been yeah. the nicest yeah. about it I'm just like I just want them to know I, I look at them as people yeah, and yeah, not people, as like not like a, 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 a you know they're not the ticket queen like I'm not a star <laughs> fucker uh-huh. but 
on the other end of the scope, like if I were doing a show and anybody asked me, I'd be like, of course, of course. Yeah. And why me, didn't you yeah. ask me? Yeah. So I'm going to reach out to this dancer oh, and see if he's gosh. there. Because if he is, I at least need to get. Gig, girl, I hope you God. are right up there. I just want to be backstage. Yeah. All right. Let's say LL Cool J gets inducted. Mm-hmm. What songs uh, does he play at the ceremony? He plays Mama Said Knock You Out. Absolutely. I think he does... I need love. I think it, he actually starts with Mama Said Knock You Out. I think literally, don't like, it's it like, don't call it a comeback. Yeah. He starts, it's like, stage is black. He's ba- uh, He's facing away from the crowd. He's got the, um, you know, the hood up or whatever. Mm. He turns around. He rips it off. Shirtless already. Uh, um, uh, don't call it a comeback. He's rapping. <laughs> he's having a really good time. Uh, Public Enemy comes out and joins him. They're, like, having a great time. They're ripping it up. Then, uh, Beastie Boys come out. Then the Beastie Boys come out. Remaining Whoever's Boys Run come DMC out. Come Run out. DMC comes out. Everybody, they're ripping it up. Everybody's just here. <laughs> here's who's really going to come out. Salt and Pepper, because they all came up together. Queen Latifah, Run DMC. Oh, my God. They will come out for sure, in Let, my opinion. Let's talk about who, who will induct uh, LL. It might be Queen Latifah. That's that's a good one. That would be good, and that would also bode well for her getting in. Sure, she to show up and play the game show a little bit. Show up and yeah. play the game. I think Chuck D's an, an obvious choice. Yeah. yeah. Like... Uh, I think Mike D and Ad Rock also because yeah. he inducted them. Mm-hmm. It's like has that ever happened where the person who inducted, the, like mm-hmm. you know, like a um, a mutual exchange of induction? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you uh, induct me, I induct you. When, uh, yeah. Eddie Vedder inducted Neil Young, and then Neil Young was gonna was going to induct Pearl Jam, but then he got sick. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that there's a few other where it went uh, back and forth, spot for spot. Yeah. Someone will tell spot us. For spot. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's on there. I don't feel like looking it up because there's a lot uh, to go through. But there's, I mean, a, either the Run DMC guys, I mean. They they will definitely, like, they're tight. Yeah. Like, but also, well, from what I can tell, like, they've come and cameoed as much as they can. We also uh-huh. had a 90s prom rap party and salt and Pepper performed, cut, like, Oh wow! So they're doing it. They're they're performing. They're oh it. yeah, they they're were on it. A, they're doing it well. Uh, they were on a '90s tour with Color Me Bad. Oh, Mama. they were on an '80s tour. Yes. I missed it, but I had a. I like, love Color Me Bad. Went, oh my god! They <laughs> sang "I Want to Sex You Up," and I was in the like we were in this very intimate concert at Lip Sync Battle. It was very amazing. However, All for Love is my favorite. It's Color so Me good. Bands. I mean, they were missing one of the guys, <laughs> but. Um, they also, what's it called? I think he will have a very old school radio backdrop. It'll be like a giant, in my head, a giant boom box. He'll have his B-Boys breakers. I bet they'll cover the stage in cardboard. People will break. <laughs> I mean, he does have a full B-Boy crew. Backup dance, like, crew. One I would of love to see more dancers at the Rock Hall. That's, yeah, that's my dream. I'm always, I, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I want. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I, I think people will show up I mean, cause it, cause yeah. especially because it's so overdue mm-hmm. when it finally happens it's like fuck yeah yeah he's gonna do his old school he's gonna hit the old school shit for he sure will play I can't live without my radio and then mm-hmm. maybe rock the bells the thing also about hip hop uh, is that very easily medleyed medley mm-hmm. yes yeah you know so you, you can He'll get medley for a lot sure. in there yeah uh, but I think if he didn't play Mama Said Knock You Out, it would be insane. It would be insane. And, and then especially <laughs> I Can't Live Without My Radio and or Rock the Bells, one of those. Yeah. He'll do Around the Way Girl mm-hmm. for sure. In my opinion, he should. And if he's listening. will come on out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so or quickly, I, I, I'm doing a, a quick search. Mm-hmm. 
Bono inducted Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen inducted U2. Okay. Uh, Eric Clapton inducted the band. Robbie Robertson from the band inducted Eric Clapton. There, I've got some okay. T- some tips. Some, some reciprocity. Tits, tits for tat. Mm, yeah. Offensive. There, <laughs> <laughs> there are some tits for you guys. Oh, thanks. Um, if LL gets inducted, will you go? Um, first of all, I'm sure I won't be invited. No, I mean, but, I mean any, can you we, go? We went yeah, we year. went to the induction uh, this year. E, I would go a hundred thousand, but I don't know how it works. Obviously, yeah, you just uh, I tickets, I would go a hundred thousand percent if I could. Yeah, yeah. Well, great. We'll be there with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, let's all go. We're gonna go because this I is mean, our life. Uh-huh. Watch but me honestly, walk right up to him and be like, "Who are you?" I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he's, he knows my name. He knows, he's he known knows it since the day he met me. He really is good like that with everyone. He's amazing. Uh, I think that I'm like now I'm getting very excited for LL to get inducted and I want it to happen a snap like and I think the whole audience should be given Kango Kango yes. hats and shit like mm-hmm. let's do they fall this from the ceiling yeah. yeah they're just dangling oh. right above your head she's you don't got, even wear she's it. got lip sync battle production values on her <laughs> yeah. mind like I would have never been to a rock hall induction it's literally like 10 people moving stuff really quick in the back 100% <laughs> but I have a feeling we could we could up its game Make give, give me yeah. the budget <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what can happen. Perfect. Well, Renee, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for yes. being, with being a part of this. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, where can people find you online? Anything you want to plug? Um, when does this go? In a week. When does it hit the airwaves? In a week and a half. Yeah, a week not this Friday, half. but next Friday. Okay, okay. Um, I'm doing a comedy dance show for the Pacchella on June oh, 30th. Yeah. Cool. I'm doing the funny dance show live, which mm-hmm. I'll be performing Dirty by Christina Aguilera. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, but everyone can find me on at Nene Gooter, N-E-N-E-G-O-O-T-E-R, which is just because no one knows how to spell goatee. Great. So we yeah. just Smart. trimmed her down. Mm-hmm. But that's on every platform. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you for your time. Well, you can find us at Rock Hall Pod on Twitter. Uh, send us an email, rockhallpod at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us five stars only. If you're leaving a review because of this episode, you should say... Uh, you should talk. You should say B-Bash. B-Bash. Very good. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, so we know that you listen to this episode. Thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Yusuke Kim for the music. Thank you to Joy Devine for the equipment. Thank you to James Patterson and Chad Briggs for letting us record in the home that I share with them. And thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Guzala. I'm Kristen Setter. And who cares about the rock hall? Hi, I'm Shanti. And I'm Lynx. And we are the hosts of the podcast Muses. Our show is dedicated to celebrating the lives and stories of legendary music muses and groupies. We are the girls who bring you the stories of those mega conduits of inspiration. The divine spirits who influence the style, career, and lives of your favorite rock stars from every decade and genre of music. So how do we bring you these stories? We share them in a wide range of ways, from recounting their memoirs to interviewing the women themselves. You'll also hear about the photographers, journalists, and backstage movers and shakers who all played significant roles in rock and roll history. Some past interviews include Jenny Boyd, yes, sister to Patty Boyd, which makes her the sister-in-law to George Harrison and Eric Clapton. Oh, and she was also married to Mick Fleetwood of Fleetwood Mac. We also spoke with Joe Wood, wife to Ronnie Wood of the Rolling Stones for 30 years. 
With over 100 episodes, there's a little something for everyone. Turns out you can always get what you want. And because we're proud groupies ourselves, from time to time, we'll bring you an interview with some of our favorite bands. Join us on Muses for your bi-weekly dose of inspiration. Find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Peace, love, and rock and roll.